In her popular book, Ramona the Pest, author Beverly Cleary tells of Ramona Quimby, a rambunctious kindergartner, and her older sister Beatrice, known to her family as Beezus, because that's what her name sounds like to Ramona. One evening, Beezus settled down to read a book while Ramona got out her crayons and some paper. Beezus, you don't have very good light for reading, said Mrs. Quinby. And she added, as she always did, you only have one pair of eyes, you know. Here was an opportunity for Ramona to show off her new kindergarten knowledge. Why don't you turn on the Donzer? she asked, proud of her new word. Beezus looked up from her book. What are you talking about? she asked Ramona. What's a Donzer? Ramona was scornful. Silly. Everybody knows what a Donzer is. I don't, said Mr. Quimby, who had been reading the evening paper. What is a Donzer? A lamp, said Ramona. It gives a lee light. We sing about it every morning in kindergarten. A puzzled silence fell over the room until Beezus suddenly shouted with laughter. She means the star-spangled banner. Her laughter dwindled to giggles. She means the dawn's early light. I sympathize with Ramona. From the context of the song, it would make perfect sense for a dawnser to be a ship's lantern casting its light into the darkness of the lee shore. In fact, it's the first thing I thought of when I read Matthew quoting the prophet Isaiah in today's gospel lesson from Matthew chapter 4, where he says, Land of Zebulun, land of Naphtali, on the road by the sea, across the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who sat in the region and the shadow of death, light has dawned. Jesus, moving from inland Nazareth east to coastal Capernaum, was just such a dawnser, bringing the good news that the kingdom of heaven had come near to regions well beyond the center of organized Judaism in Jerusalem. And I don't think it's disrespectful to imagine Jesus as a dawnser of the type that Ramona had in mind, shining light into the dark recesses of the world. It fits right in with the light imagery of Isaiah 9. It's consistent, too, with Jesus' persistent downward mobility from heaven to earth, then with his family from Bethlehem in Judea to Egypt and to Nazareth in Galilee, Jesus moves away from power centers and toward the fringes of his Jewish society. Now in Matthew 4, he moves from Nazareth to the edge of the lake that separated largely Jewish communities on the west side of the lake from the predominantly Gentile cities of the Decapolis on the east side of the lake, the Sea of Galilee. For these nether regions, Galilee of the Gentiles, 
Jesus has good news. The kingdom of heaven has come near. As we read gospel lessons from Matthew together during the course of this year, we'll hear a lot about the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of Matthew describes a conflict between kingdoms. God's kingdom of heaven shining into the kingdom of this world, which is enslaved to sin and dwelling in deep darkness. At long last, Jesus has arrived in fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy to bring hope to a depraved and a despairing world. And not much has changed since then, in that our world still needs Jesus as much as it ever did. It still needs the light of the gospel as much as it ever did. It still needs to know that the kingdom of heaven is near. And we are beneficiaries of that gospel, the dawning of the light of Christ. In the words of Ephesians 2, But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility between Jews and Gentiles. And the Gentile wise men on our banner, our Epiphany banner, were the first inkling of that. We're blessed to see the fruit of that reconciliation right here in our congregation as Jesus' light draws Jews and Gentiles to himself, making us one in him. As he moved into the Gentile regions of Galilee, so too has Jesus moved into the region of all of us who were once estranged from God. His dawnzer shines in the dark places of our world and dispels the darkness. He makes us bearers of his light to do the same. We're constantly reminded on the news of how closely the shadow of death surrounds us. And yet Psalm 23 tells us, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Donzer work is not easy. As Jesus tells us in Matthew 4, verse 17, the advent of the kingdom of heaven means repentance turning around, changing our minds, subjecting ourselves to what the Apostle Paul in Galatians 6 verse 2 calls the law of Christ. It means fraternizing with people whom we perceive as different and foreign and perhaps difficult to relate to. That's the example that Jesus sets for us. And that's not to say that we should ignore the people who are like us or who are close to us. They need the light of Christ as much as anyone. But God does not allow us to simply stay cloistered in our comfort zone, insulating ourselves from the nasty world out there. Instead, God commissions us to go into the world as fishers of men. 
The world needs to know that the kingdom of heaven is not only near, but that it is accessible to them through baptism into the death and resurrection of the one who came to tell us about it. Now, it probably doesn't mean talking about nothing except God to our friends and alienating a lot of people in the process. But it also does not mean avoiding the topic. It does mean being able, willing, and ready to give an account of the hope and the light within us. If you or your family members have not been baptized but would like to learn more about being included in the kingdom of heaven, please talk to me about it. It's important, and I'd love to discuss it with you. Sometimes we get so used to good news that we hardly recognize it as news or even as good anymore. But the freedom from guilt and cynicism, from having to justify our existence ourselves, that really is good news that our hurting world needs. Walking in the light of Christ, let us follow Jesus to that lee shore, not neglecting those we meet on the way, the people who seem foreign to us, whose lifestyle, religious convictions, and outlook separate us and reflect the darkness of the kingdom of this world. They may not seem that foreign on the surface. They may be our own friends and family members. Lots of church talk may not be the best way to shine light, but in your context, consider what it means to announce good news, to dispel darkness with light, and to proclaim the nearness of the kingdom of heaven. The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and for those who sat in the region and the shadow of death, light has dawned. Thanks be to God.